When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hey there, it's Kate, and this is How to Be a Better Person. Have you noticed how quiet it is outside? How you can hear what feels like hundreds of birds at any given time? Sometimes I think the rapture has happened and I must not have made the cut because I'm still here. (laughs) Now that the outside world has quieted down, maybe you've noticed how loud it is inside your own mind. You don't need me to tell you that there are plenty of good reasons why anxious thoughts, worries, and impatient judgments of others are making themselves heard right now. But part of it is because, like it or not, you've got a lot more time and a lot more external quiet, so it makes them even louder. Today's big idea is that we need you to quiet down. We all need to quiet down. This is where your practice comes in. A practice is anything you do that gets you quiet. So it's something that you do. I just want to emphasize that. It could be yoga, it could be meditating, doing anything creative could be weeding your garden, writing in your journal, maybe even just breathing for one minute in the bathroom in the middle of a stressful day when it feels like the walls are closing in on you. One thing to keep in mind is that in order to quiet your mind, it's really helpful if you can be alone. It has to be about you. So I don't know when this might be during your day. Is it during your kid's nap time if your kids are young enough and willing enough to actually go down for a nap? Is it when your kids are locked into a battle of wills over a video game and you couldn't even get through to them if you tried? Is it when you tag team your partner and just say, Kate, out, and go lock yourself in your room? Whatever your best opportunity for quiet is, I want you to find it. That's what today's episode is going to help you do. But first, let me tell you a little story about why it's so important to find your little moments of quiet, even in instances that doesn't seem like they're ideal conditions. So. A couple days ago, I was working, 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 really, you know, sitting behind my laptop trying to figure some stuff out. And then I realized it was 5.30, so it's time to make dinner. I get up, I go into the kitchen, because of course I'm working from home, as I always am, but especially as more and more and most of us are now. And I started grating cheese for pizza. It was Friday night. We always have pizza on Friday nights. And let me tell you something. There I was in the kitchen by myself grating the cheese for the pizza, totally mundane moment, and I had the biggest, coolest, funnest idea. I can't wait to tell you about this idea as it starts to become more of a reality in the weeks to come, but guess what? It didn't come when I was sitting there behind my laptop trying to, you know, think. (laughs) I've always loved cooking dinner. It's something to do with my hands. It's creative. It's movement. After sitting, you get to make a big mess, and my husband generally cleans it up. Also, we get to eat the results. But since the coronavirus has hit, 
dinner is kind of a different situation. It's way quieter. You know, usually at 5, 5.30, everybody's just gotten home. The kids have just gotten home from their after-school stuff. They're doing homework. They're like, no, no, I'm yelling at them to put their lunchboxes in the kitchen and we're decompressing and it's just a lot more hectic. Lately, it's been just slower and a really nice transition between work time and home time and kind of fun. So this coronavirus situation, this quarantine life that we're living through may be giving you new opportunities, even though it feels like it's closing a lot of opportunities. It might be giving you new opportunities by giving you a new rhythm to find those times when you can get quiet. So why is getting quiet so important? Einstein said he did his best thinking while shaving. So I'm saying that for Albert Einstein, shaving was a mind-body practice. I mean, think about it. He was looking in the mirror. He was using his hands. He was paying very close attention to where his hands were moving over his face. He didn't want to nick his nose. You know, this is what a mind-body practice is. It's simply paying attention to what your body is doing. Sometimes I like to think about what would have happened if Einstein had actually meditated, but you know, who cares? He had a practice and I bet you have a practice too. You just might not be thinking about it that way, but give it some thought. What do you do that quiets your mind? Find where you're already doing this. And then with a little attention and a little intention, we can amp it up and make it count for more. You do want to have an intention for this time because this time may not last very long. And so having an intention helps you get the most bang for your metaphorical buck. So an intention for your practice could be, here's a, like a laundry list of possibilities. I'm just going to be quiet for three minutes. I'm going to get clear on a particular problem that's been bugging me. I'm going to just focus my attention on what my body is doing. I'm going to be curious and let my thoughts come up and examine them without judgment. I'm just going to breathe. I'm just going to talk myself during this time like I would a fussy baby and say things like, shush, and it's okay, and everything's going to be okay. So this is a key point. Where you do your practice and how you do your practice and even what your intention is for your practice is not as important as the simple fact that you actually do it. I'll talk more about all the sneaky ways we try to talk ourselves out of the stuff that's calling to us later this week. But in the meantime, remember this directive. Don't think, just do. Once you start to build up your muscles around doing something to quiet your mind every day, you'll also be deepening your relationship with your intuition or your internal wisdom or what I like to call your inner Yoda or whatever you like to call it. When you demonstrate that you show up consistently, your intuition will start talking to you more on the regular too. Let this be the start of a beautiful friendship with your inner Yoda. So here's your tiny assignment. Start to practice quieting your mind a little each day. I have a tool you can download that will help you keep tabs on how many minutes of practice you get in, kind of like a paper and pen version of a Fitbit for your mind. It's a calm tracker which is a fancy name for just what's really a pretty hand-drawn chart that you can print out. And it has these little circles where you can write in each circle how many minutes you practiced calming your mind that day. Seeing your progress is motivating. So go download it at katehanley.com slash calm tracker. That's katehanley.com slash calm tracker. 
You want to be establishing consistency here and sending your intuition the message that you're listening. So commit to doing something to get your mind and body working together on at least five of the next seven days. Now, I know it's going to be hard to remember, so why don't you go to my Facebook page and post in the comments of this post, Kate, I'm doing this. My plan is blank. Then let me know when you think you're going to do your practice. I'll put a reminder in the comments a couple of days later just to make sure you're feeling encouraged. You've got to search for Kate W. Hanley because there's a lot of Kate Hanleys out there in the world, but that's how you'll find me. So let's do this together. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you.